0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO City of Literature.
1: Yes, this time every fortnight we take an opportunity to celebrate the status of Otago Dunedin as a UNESCO City of Literature, um, celebrating all things creative. And today we have uh, Jenny Powell, with us. Dunedin writer. Jenny Powell uh, has about to release a book, Meeting Rita this collection of 47 poems inspired by New Zealand artist Rita Angus. Jenny Moreno, lovely to have you with us, thanks for coming in.
0: You're welcome it's lovely to be here
1: Most of us have had the good fortune of standing in front of some of Rita Angus's work and we have our own responses to that Yours clearly must have been strong.
0: Yes, mine were strong, I think they've uh, been simmering away for many years, I just didn't know it for a long time
1: Do you think you have something in common with Rita Angus?
0: I think perhaps we do. We seem to have quite a few experiences in common, perhaps a few little personality traits in common, and both have a deep interest, well, she had, in music.
1: And so this 47-poem collection... Did it? Did you start with the intention of making it as such, or were you just allowing <clears throat> the work to flow and then deciding what, what you might do with it after?
0: The whole collection had a strange origin that wasn't intentional, and originally I went to see a show that um, New Zealand playwright Dave Armstrong put together once the Douglas Lilburn letters were found, and these were letters that he would kept from Rita Angus and this put a totally different slant on her life and their relationship. Dave Armstrong's production was so incredibly moving and revealing. I knew then that I would write something about Rita Angus, Some years later, I went to um, a talk at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery during a fashion ID week that was on Rita Angus and her clothing style and identity. While I was sitting there, this notion of the shape of a whole collection arrived in my mind. It was very extraordinary, and it's never happened to me before. That was the beginning of writing Rita.
1: A- and what have you done here? Have you imagined conversations or interactions with Rita? How it worked for you?
0: I've brought Rita into the current day so that she's my friend. I think that there were some things we would easily be able to do together and have a mutual understanding. The other things I've done are go back to some of her artworks and imagine her... There, for instance, in the famous work Cass and how that could have been, not that I would have any concept, but I did imagine it. I did a lot of reading and viewing of, um, information about her so that I felt I had a reasonable base from which to proceed
1: But you don't pretend that it's historically accurate in any Absolutely way? Absolutely
0: not In fact, I'll say very strongly that um, this is a very imaginative collection I never met Rita and I'm not an art historian
1: What do you think it is about Rita Angus and her work that drew this response in you? It perhaps
0: began with my own background early on as a music student at Victoria when Douglas Lilburn was around. It was about that time that I became interested in art, particularly New Zealand art. I flattered with other students who were studying art history. Later in Dunedin, I had a community job at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery and became more acquainted with her work. It has just seemed to have followed on from there.
1: I wonder if this might be a good opportunity to take a sample, an example of some of the work from this book, Meeting Reader. Jenny Powell's with us now. Tell us about this one.
0: This is the title poem of the book. It does relate to that experience of being in the Dunedin Public Art Gallery and perhaps meeting her in depth for the first time in the poem we actually are meeting personally. Meeting Rita. Hanging around in the gallery for a ticket-only discussion of fashion, we were singles leaning on opposite walls. Judgment flicked like a whip and we couldn't change a thing. Rita and I were wearing the same coat. Colour of deer in tussock terrain, we thought we were camouflaged in high country cover. Corrugation of hills folded into our sleeves, tumbled to the flat plains of cuffs. Coats stripped of scrub, of border protection between out and in, we faced each other.
1: Jenny Powell reading from Meeting Rita. So, what else did you talk about with Rita?
0: We spoke about clothes, we spoke about love. We spoke about how it would be in various different places. We spoke about our health. We spoke about a little about food and music, which was the most difficult thing for me to write. Um, we spoke about ending in the end.
1: When you look at Rita Angus's work, um, this is very difficult to describe. This, the colour palette, for example, you know it, it, is there a sense that that you've tried to reflect some of that in your own writing?
0: Yes, colour has a big part to play in the poems. In my last collection, um Southly poet Laura Keat, I did use colour a lot as a theme throughout the work. And perhaps it was almost as preparation for this collection, which was sort of simmering away in the background of my mind without me knowing.
1: The images we see of of Rita Angus in her own paintings of herself, uh, she's a very strong-looking woman. She presents in a very stylish manner. Style and strength, are they also things that you explore here?
0: They are things I explore. Perhaps some of those images in her self-portraits are more experimental with identity. Where does your sense of identity lie? Who are you? You can change that from painting to painting without necessarily getting to the real essence of yourself, just like you might do as a writer, actually.
1: How do you think... Uh, Rita Angus would respond to your work if you presented this book to her?
0: I've thought about that. I'm not even sure I'd be brave enough to present it to her. Um, She could be sometimes, um, in the books they call her prickly, I suppose uh, she might feel like I'd taken a few liberties as I would if someone did it about my own life, but it's not intentional. It's out of a kind of admiration and love, if you like.
1: Do you have a sense that you've created a friendship?
0: It was like that throughout the whole writing of the book. She did become my friend in a way because I had to do so much background work before I wrote the poems then there are some dialogues with her in the book by the end of the book I thought I'd written the last poem which is when she died but actually I hadn't I hadn't written my own parting with her so that was quite difficult in the end to write about but it was necessary
1: So where does publication of the book, The End of the Project, leave the friendship?
0: We've perhaps let go of the conversations and it leaves uh, her with a special place in my heart and my creative being, I just... Um, look forward to seeing the the wonderful exhibitions of her work that are about to begin and look forward to that inner knowing of something special between us.
1: You mentioned that this was a project like no other for you. Uh, Has it left you changed in any way?
0: Yes. In order to write some of the poems I had to delve quite deeply into myself. If I'm Being the friend of someone like Rita, why am I? What what exactly is it do we have in common? And I had to slightly change my practice of seeing of the way I see things, like in nature, um, to understand her own way of seeing and therefore painting and considering
1: Jenny, you were all set to celebrate the release of uh, this collection meeting, Rita, and you found yourself in Wellington at the wrong time.
0: Oh, that's so typical. (laughs) Um, It's a bit like all these strange goings-on with writing the book of uh, circumstances. So, yes, I went to Wellington for a reading up there the weekend that the person from Australia visited Wellington who was found to be COVID positive so this big uh, celebration for the book had to be postponed because I I had to be in level 2 which uh, although of course it wasn't my fault particularly left me feeling uh, pretty bad about it so we're doing a take 2 on August the 3rd and hopefully it really is the real deal
1: any publication uh, is not possible without a good deal of support. Tell us about those who have made this possible for you and with you.
0: I am very lucky to have an extraordinary publisher uh, called Cold Hub Press and Roger Hicken is the editor. I'm extra lucky because he's an artist and has a deep understanding of Rita Angus and what I wanted to achieve and the idea of merging art and music on the page. He is the most extraordinary person and I'm so lucky to have him as my publisher.
1: Where can we find Meeting Rita?
0: You can find Meeting Rita in the university bookshop. You can order it through Cold Hub Press or any other bookshop if you want.
1: Jenny Powell joining us in the awesome morning show studio for Right Spot. So, Jenny, let's... Let's say farewell with another poem from the collection.
0: This is a poem about the Teviot Valley. Uh, I go touring with a poet friend, and while we were reading there, a lady who takes oral history said she had just taken an oral history of the oldest resident in the area who remembered when she was a very little girl that... Rita Angus and a friend were staying next door to her house and she was having a little spy of these two ladies doing something strange which was painting in the garden. This formed the basis of the poem. Teviot Valley, central Otago. Weight of wild hydrangeas adds to the slant of fence. Gaps grown between slats are enough for a child's eye spy. I spy, I spy, something beginning with, beginning with. She has no letters for you. Two ladies in the garden painting hydrangeas on paper as foreign to her as armadillos grounding in the henhouse or sloths hanging from apple trees. At night, though, she remembers your colours of red currants, bread and milk pudding, speckled quail eggs and the lavender under her pillow.
1: Jenny Powell reading from her collection Meeting Rita Jenny thanks so much for joining us here on ORFM
0: Thank you for having me
1: This podcast was
0: produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air